Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I, of course, am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Well, um, over the course of over many years, we've been doing this show now. It's about five, I think. Yeah, getting up there. Cinco uh, años. Yep. We've, some of our stories that we come across uh, reveal that the real monster sometimes is mankind, right? Yeah, I'm going to take a big swig of my beer for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people... I don't know if anybody's met a person, but human people tend to be not great sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they're pretty not great. Yeah. Less than uh, perfect, less than good. I guess that would be evil. Mm-hmm. Well. So what you're saying is this is going to be like about people having like a party with balloons in like a park, eating hot dogs, having a nice time. No, this and is going to be over. Okay. This is going to have to do with one of the biggest villains of the 1900s. Oh, God. Um. There's a few of those. There's one standout. There's one that stands out pretty close to that standout. This is number number two. Is is uh okay? Were they involved in a similar conflict? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yes, they were. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to the USSR. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yosef. Uh, yeah, Joseph Stalin. Not a great guy. No, it turns out huge piece of shit. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, so in the 1930s, uh, just what a terrible decade! Yeah, <laughs> Stalin was in power uh, in Soviet Russia. Yeah, right. Yeah, he took care of uh, people that opposed him in a rather final fashion, typically. Fair assessment. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of stuff going on in this. So this is a very complex topic that we're going to break down into a very uh, small window of time. Understood. And yeah. So we're not going to sit here and break apart the I Soviet mean, Union and all its yeah. failings. Uh, yeah. Communist Russia and the Soviet bloc empire. Is There's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not what we're really here for. No. But we're here to tell a story. We do do and that. From that era comes a pretty terrifying story. Okay, yeah, many. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in 1933, there was a push by the secret police of Russia, the head of the secret police. I believe his name was Genrik Yagoda. That's probably not how you pronounce it, but. I was going to say, like, Captain Bad Guy Evil Man. Yeah. Um, so they, there had been a whole thing through Russian, the current Russian, the communist system here where they're going to remove dissidents or people that don't fit the, yeah the ideal worker drone doesn't ask questions, right? just does what they want. Right. You don't want the thinkers. Right. So they were often sent out to gulags. Right, which are labor camps, um, hard labor camps. It's where political prisoners were often sent. Yeah, it turns out gulags real bad. Not a good time. No. Well, in February of 1933, that the head of secret police that I mentioned, yeah, and another higher up in Stalin's regime, yeah, came up with what they described as a grandiose plan. They were so set on it that they just kind of started doing it. They thought it was going to be the next big thing. So they had decided that they were going to move around 2 million people from cities. That's a lot of people. To Siberia. 
Hmm. They saw it as a win to remove problems in the cities to the less populated Siberia. So they saw uh, it like win-win, right? Yeah. Get rid of the problems. Yeah. and popul- Get some people to start farming. And, and populate Siberia yeah. where no one wants to live. Right. Great. Mm-hmm. No one can see my face, but I realize I was just like making a frowny face. So yeah. Like, mm. That's true. It feels ominous. It feels fine. Okay. Well, so they started deporting people. Um, and just to break it down more quickly, uh, the way that the communist regime this, in this totalitarian state kind of worked yeah. was people were given numbers that they had to hit, yeah. and they had to hit them, or they would become part of the problem. It was like numbers isn't like whatever their depending on what they were factory, doing. Their, yeah, whatever their factory, whatever their job they had to get was. So many things done. Uh, if they were the secret police, they had to arrest so many people. It's almost like that's what quotas are almost authoritarian in nature. Just to hit numbers because? Just because. Hmm. So part of that causes some problems. Uh, because... I pe- can't see any that could come up. They... So... Seems fine. When there was the whole revolution... Yeah. Uh, was a Bolshevik re- revolution? Yeah. Um, part of it was because the... I forget which class. The peasants probably uh, weren't allowed passports so it was like became a it was very restrictive yeah so people were restricted and that was part of the thing that when the communist regime took over they abolished because it was believed when they first started that if you were a citizen of the soviet union you were a citizen of the soviet union and you got to do yeah whatever anyone else did yeah right well a couple of years later Stalin's in charge now, and he brings that back. Brings the passport stuff back. Yeah, it's almost like it's you know they overthrew a monarchy and just got a dictatorship and nothing. It's not good. So he brings it back though, and again, like it's the peasants are yeah. ostracized because mm-hmm. they're too poor. They're not smart enough or whatever. Yeah, not not much of a workers' revolution anymore. Right, and and then the workers get the passports. But you have to have them, otherwise you're considered a peasant. Weird so system. Yeah. You can see how those problems can absolutely arise. Mm-hmm. So these secret police have these quotas, and you have people being people. So just a few examples here. Uh, Nozolov from Moscow was a driver He was awarded bonuses three times. He had a wife and child in Moscow. After work, he was getting ready to go to the cinema with his wife. While she was getting dressed, he stepped out to smoke a cigarette and was apprehended because he didn't have his passport on. Because he just stepped out of his own house. Yep. Uh, Guseva, an old woman, she lived in Murom, says her husband was an old communist chief officer of the Murrum Railway Station who worked there 23 years. Her son works there as an apprentice engineer driver. She came to Moscow to buy a suit for her husband and some bread. Her documents did not help her. So she even had her papers. It sounds There's like. like, nah. No. You look poor or something. Who knows? Uh, Zelen and Grigori, a locksmith's apprentice, had been driving to Moscow with a treatment voucher, and the voucher did nothing, and he was apprehended. These are just a few examples that... Yeah, right. It sets the tone. Yeah. Which, you know, tone is bad. Uh, Vin Gradova has been going to her brother in Moscow. The brother serves as the chief militia department officer, and she was apprehended... After her train arrival, these are people that should have passports, and maybe they forgot them, um, or someone just didn't give a damn. Yeah, or somebody just you know not get in. Uh, a construction worker named Matyev I M had a seasonal passport, and he was 
apprehended with the passport, and in his own words, no one at all managed to even check for the document. Well, that's not looking, that's not good. No, so, that doesn't seem great. It seems very poor. Yep. Very poor decisions being made because police have to make a quota. Well, and so that's part of the fear of living under Stalin is anyone can be targeted. It doesn't even matter. Right. It's just... This is pure rule by terror. This mm-hmm. is pure terror. You never know. Don't. So you stay in line or. Don't do anything to draw any attention. And even then you still might be taken. Right. So. Yeah. Dictatorships are bad. Mm-hmm. Well, so. And they're always run by maniacs. Mm-hmm. Bad. Because only maniacs want them. So that's the kind of atmosphere we're going into in. Uh, 1933. Tensions are high. And we have these head of secret police coming up with these good ideas that we're going to get 2 million people out of the cities and into Siberia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So people are put on trains, Mm -hmm. shipped out there. Uh, The prison system is overwhelmed at this time, too, because... Yeah, I I would think so if everyone's a criminal. Yeah. So not only do you have a mix of just people and Mm -hmm. criminals Mm -hmm. and people that are wanted by the state just being shipped out to Siberia, you're also putting them into a pretty, what I would imagine is a terrifying system of just getting thrown into a train and shipped across the giant country. Yeah. Russia's massive. It's huge. They're also not fed a whole lot. Well, that costs money, and we don't have that. Right. This is during the uh, when Russia was trying to cover up like some famines and stuff. Um, I don't remember exactly in the time period, but like they were demanding more out of the high farming regions than they could actually produce, mm-hmm. and it was causing problems. You also had people kind of passively fighting back, I believe. And those yeah. are some of the people that are getting shipped to the gulags. Yeah. Top of the list. Or near the top. So they're sent to Siberia, though. Okay. This plan was set in motion, but it wasn't really prepared. and Because it, it wasn't supposed to start yet. But they have a small area of Siberia called Tomsk. And I think they were supposed to expect 10,000 and 25,000 uh, people showed up to... Oh this what was going to be a gulag area and they weren't ready for that like the infrastructure wasn't there for no over twice what they were expecting in my head i was just thinking about when like people descend on small towns actually the first thing i thought about was um you know when people were gonna raid area 51 oh they yeah. can't step us all in the small town was like there's too many people here <laughs> yeah. we're not ready for this yeah so imagine i mean imagining that but imagining siberia and a dictatorship, and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. So that started, I think that started in February. They were getting shipped out to Siberia. Probably not the warmest of months. I was going to say, that's not very, uh, yeah, also so, bad. So they show up in it's not very good. that area. Yeah. And uh, they end up waiting till May to ship some of them up river. Oh, so we're just hanging out for a while. The rivers were frozen. Mm. People couldn't move. Some of them did get moved, I believe. Um, kind of unclear. Kind of didn't really need to look into that that much. Sure. But so then, some of them, the rivers freeze, unfreeze in May. Yeah. Okay. So then they're like, okay, let's decongest this area a little bit. Okay. And we'll send. I think originally they sent about four thousand of these civilian prisoners or whatever you want to call them. Uh, up to an island in the river. It was called Nazino Island, based on the small town that wasn't too far from it. Okay. Nazino or Nazinski. So 4,000 of them show up. They are loaded into barges, packed underneath the barges, under under the deck. Yeah. Barges. I th- I, yeah, yeah. And shipped up the river, where they are dumped... And 
I forget what the weight on the flour was, but the only food that was shipped with them was dumped on a different bank, and it was like a couple of thousand pounds or something. It wasn't enough. No. So 4,000 people are dropped. That night... Oh, no. It rains, and it's freezing, uh-huh. and it's cold. Yeah. And... Oh, no. They're made to wait. No, 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 no. They were sent uh, over to this island with no tools. No, 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 no. No structures. No. No food. No. Basically nothing. There's a pile of flour on the opposite bank. Does the taunt so and, there's, flour. and there's about 50 soldiers, is what I gathered, to see over all these people. Well, that's not going to work. Well, they're stuck on an island. So, four days go by. It's a long time. And on the train ride, or, they've been underfed this entire time. Yeah, they're starving. Yeah. So, they are... I don't like these stories where people are hungry. No. Uh, but then... They ship more people over. They hungry too? Yeah. Okay. Uh, at the height of it, there was 6,700-ish people on this island. How many? 6,700. Okay. Just shy of 7,000, roughly. Okay. We're sitting in that area. Okay. Okay. So there is a... On day four. Yeah. The guards come over and they hand out food. What's well, food? Nice. I say food. Yeah, mounds of flour. And uh, each person was given about eleven ounces of flour, just raw flour. I mean, that's not what you need to do. So people being absolutely starved and hungry and exhausted. Oh, yeah, they're drained. They would run. To, they would like throw the flour in their hat or something. Uh-huh. Run to the river and kind of mix it up with some water to get it like a porridge ish. Oh, God, not flower porridge. And then they would eat that, and they would all get hit with dysentery and just... Suffer? Just suffer. Diarrhea, horrible gut pains, just problems on top of problems now. I mean, this was within 100 years ago. Yeah. Okay. 90 years ago? Yeah. One lifetime. Mm Mm-hmm. So, things are not going great. Subpar. Uh, so, people are feeling bad. The Yeah. Yeah. I might have mixed up my timeline a little bit here, but it's You're just right. a couple of days apart because this all happens very quick. Um, sure. So, they, they were... Dem- the prisoners, we'll call them. Yeah, they're prisoners. Were... We're demanding drinking water and... How dare they? And probably food. Yeah, hey, can you feed and... Amenities of any sort. Uh, can we have some food, shelter, and, uh, well, that would be nice. And they were, you know, causing a disturbance and a riot, basically. They were rioting. Yeah, because, I mean, it's time. Because they're panicking and... They're going to die. Yeah. Uh, so the riot's put down by mounted troops. Because, of course, it is. And I believe there was some gunfire involved in that. Probably some were killed. Because that's just how things went. Let's tell you, put down a riot of weak, starving people. Mm -hmm. Just start shooting them. Oh, and so just to give you a... Another terrifying idea of what this prison island was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only like 300 some women and the rest were all men. Oh. So. Um, well. Just throwing that out there. I kind of don't want to think about that. Doesn't seem like a good ratio for happy stuff. Especially when everybody's having a miserable time. Everybody's losing their minds, hallucinating, starving. Mm-hmm. Well, so every f- it was every yeah. few days or so mm-hmm. they would feed them their small amount of flour. Because I mean, you just, can't you just nobody could just bake them fucking bread? No, because they didn't have anything to bake it in. No, but I mean, like they just can't ship them bread. You know what I mean? Like just ship them bread. No, they just had we're flour. not doing that. We're they not didn't doing have that. Ovens. They didn't have 
anything. Here's a pile of flour. Mm. Um, people are dying. Yeah, that'll at happen. Night. Just from exhaustion, uh-huh. some from starvation. Yeah, some were trying to get so close to their fires at night because it was so cold. They'd catch fire. They'd catch fire and burn to death. <sighs> uh-huh. mm. Well, people begin trying to escape. Fair. Mm-hmm. Some die in the water trying to swim. That'll happen. They're exhausted. They're uh, hungry. Yeah, they're not ready for that. The water's cold. Yeah, of course. It just unfroze like. A week ago, right? Hyperthermia. You're exhausted. You don't have it. Your muscle mass is probably shot. Yeah. So, remember how I said that this was an idea by he had a secret police and some other guy. They thought it was a great idea. They just went ahead and did it. Yeah, they just thought it was going to be the best. Yeah, because they're you know fucked up. Stalin rejected the the plan. After it's already been in motion. After it's already in motion. Yeah, because even this fucking cycle is like, that's stupid. So guess what's ha- not happening? Oh, no one's going to know about this, right? What? Or what? Well, we know about it now. No, no, I mean, we know about it, but like, um, well, those guys that did it probably didn't want to announce their plan to the world. Well, and because of that, to their boss. there's no stuff coming. Yeah, because it's shut down. Yeah, so anything that was going to come... It's not coming now because the plan's been rejected. This is never supposed to happen. So did he even know? I mean, he probably knew it had happened. He's like, "Fuck it." Mm-hmm. Well, they they were his opponents. Yeah, so he's not sad about it. So the 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 order of things is breaking down completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The guards are beginning to refuse to even do the small task they have of feeding them every couple of days and their small yeah. weight proportions. But they're probably sick of being there, too. Yeah. Well, it's in Siberia. Yeah, no one wants to be here. So then they're like, okay, well, we'll feed you, but you got to organize and we'll distribute it to, like, uh, I think they called them their brigade leaders or something like that sure so they were like supposed to organize into groups of 150 people and then they would hand it out like that distribute it like that and like i mentioned earlier there's actual criminal element mixed in with these people that were just taken off the streets yeah and so the criminals are seizing their they're taking advantage of course because they know how to more than these people that of course haven't been Living like this, I guess. Yeah, you know, normal people just trying to live their fucking life. Yeah. So, and maybe other people are doing it too, but yeah, certain people are taking advantage of the situation to keep themselves alive, mm-hmm. and others are becoming victim to that. So, other people are trying to escape. Still, the guards are fed up with it. They're just shooting people as soon as they try to escape. Of course, the ones that do are hunted for sport, like Hunger Games style. Yeah, well, that would that checks out. The guards are just yeah, like oh, this guy's expendable anyways. Yeah, so it's like why even make the half-assed attempt to keep him alive? Like, mm-hmm. what are we? We're just all wasting time here. Yeah, it's horrible. Well, they have they had three doctors. Oh, good. I'm, I'm sure they. To, I'm sure they love their job. Yeah, they're like, well, are we gonna feed these people? No. So people are dropping dead. Yeah, it's just it's just you know. Horrible. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't understand exactly how the doctor ended up examining things. I'm guessing they were pulling bodies out or something. Okay, yeah. But that's when the first signs of cannibalism were spotted. Yeah, I was going to say, when are we getting here? Yeah. When are people eating people at this point? 7,000 people? People are getting eaten. Oh, yeah. People are getting eaten. They are... There's a crazy black market going now where people are taking gold teeth and anything they can get their hands on of value to try to trade for things. Um, Because it's it's a uh, a shit show? Yeah, it sounds like some of the women are trying to um, get close to the guards in order to get protection or survive. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And they're doing it by any means they... Yeah, yeah, we know what that means. We know what that means. Um... The cards have just become this. Yeah, yeah. F- 
it's gonna be over like overlords. Yeah, like just they don't care. They're no. they're better than you. Yeah, you're less than a person to them. Yeah, and they're treating people like that. They're pissed that they're there. They hate you. Mm-hmm. They hate where they're stationed. They're angry. They're mad too. Yeah. You're going to feel the brunt of that in this fucked up situation that's been created for no reason. Yeah, so on May 21st. Mm-hmm. So this is all, like this is just to give you an idea of how quick this is happening. Because we're kind of jumping around a little bit, but it's all so mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. They first got there on May 18th. Yeah. Where are we at now? Or well, we kind of jumped jump around or, a little bit, but sure. the first signs of cannibalism were spotted on the 21st of May. Oh, so it just took a couple of days? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, well, they've been how, suffering the train that's ride. That's this stuff is. Yeah, of course. The train ride, everything. There's a bunch of people. Yeah, they, the health officers, uh, there were 70 deaths over the, the night, and they observed cannibalism in five cases. I mean, I knew this is where we were going. Mm-hmm. All the signs were there. People were hungry, Zach. They were hungry. Mm-hmm. And there's only people around. What do hungry people do when there's people around? Desperation kicks in and things get not pretty. They had no structures at all. Of course not. And these are these are the people from the cities that are forced to... They were supposed to be going forced to farm. Yeah, which again, but they weren't the giving city. anything to do that. They have no knowledge of that. No, they're just forced into hell. Yeah, they're just taken away, shipped off, and then ramshackly hand. You know, yeah, we'll stick with that. Ramshackly handed flour. It's like, ah, oh, good luck, because we're gonna keep you here for an indefinite amount of time, and uh, this isn't sustainable. So. Okay, so this makes more sense. Maybe I misread that one. Which part? It says the cannibalism was first discovered on the 10th day. Oh, okay. That makes more sense from what I read. I must have put that I in mean, it does, but like... It's still... We're still right there. It's still pretty quick. That's not even a fortnight. No. A fortnight is 14 days. So now you have gangs of people roaming this island. And this island's small, too. Sure. It's like three mi- three miles long. That's not a lot of space. And like 600 yards wide. And there's 7,000 people on it? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So there's... Um, there's a nearby village, though. Like I mentioned, that's why this island is called Nazino Island. Oh, so there's some people that live their life like, what is going on? Yeah, basically. Oh, my God. So that's like how you hear some of these stories afterwards. For some reason, I assume like this town was like... By the riverbank, not on the island itself, or are they? They're not, a, they're the not island, the island is just in the, like the middle of the river. Okay, and, it's like, and so it, it is like a shore. Yeah, the town. Okay, mm-hmm. so they can just look across the river and be like, "What is going on over there?" And they hear some of the stories too. And some of the people escape and they get to town. They're like, "Ah, feed me, please." Yeah, and so one of the accounts I read said that when. They would escape and get to town. Mm-hmm. The guards would show up and be like, okay, you can feed them, but don't do anything else and don't let them leave. And so oh, so they, they just became prisoners in town, but they had a shelter and food. Yeah, but then the guards would take them back and uh, probably just shoot them. They think they just shot them. Because they're like, you escaped, idiot. Yeah. So you got your last meal, basically. And then Yeah, for like, what's... Um... Uh, one story from the town was that there was a peasant girl on the island... She was young. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Was trying to seduce a guard or was had seduced a guard in order to leave, keep, keep safe, have protection, have protection. It sounded like uh, he had to leave to do something. And he like told one of the guard, his guard to keep an eye on her, make sure she yeah. stayed safe and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that guy apparently either wasn't very helpful, didn't care, didn't do a whole lot to stop it because without the guard there to oversee the girl, uh-huh. whether it was what ended up happening, it could have been a number of different things. But the people on the island grabbed the girl, tied her to a tree, 
and cut slices of meat off of her. Uh, they cut her breasts and calves and any meat they, they could. What the fuck? Supposedly, while she was still alive, they got, some they wanted stabbed to her. Keep the meat. Yeah, because it's fresher. Because she's still alive. Mm-hmm. So they were cutting meat off of her. And, and they view her as like a collaborator because she was working with the guards. Kind of what I think. She's just a kid. Yeah. But. Yes. It also just would have been meat's meat. And little so they can just. Not going to put up as much of a fight maybe. I don't know. It's not a pretty sight either No, way. it's definitely manufactured human hell. Uh-huh. And. When he got back, he supposedly tried to save her, but there was, She's gone. There was no chance. So did he just start shooting people? I just wondered, you know, his, if he actually cared about her in this fucked up situation they had. You know what I mean? He just starts mowing people down. Yeah. Uh, one man by the name of Yuglov, who was on the island and accused of cannibalism, said, I, I was choosing those who were no longer alive, but not yet dead either uh you sir could, you could see that a person was a goner that, sir that they would die anyway in a day or two so it'd be easier for them to die now right right away instead of suffering for two or three days that's the justification you make when you eat a person yeah he went on to say that it was no different than eating a shish kebab basically so you'd get a willow branch Put the meat on the stick, put it over the fire, and cook it. Well, at that point, you're not thinking what you're doing. You're just surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, Human hell. Another account from the village of Nazino. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deportees sometimes came to our apartment. Mm-hmm. Once an old woman came from the Death Island. She, Good name for it. She was being deported further. No, well... I saw that the old woman's calves had been chopped off. Oh, God. When I asked her, she said, they were cut off on Death Island and grilled. All the fresh flesh on her calves had been cut off. Her legs were freezing, and she kept them wrapped in rags. She was able to walk unaided. She looked old, but in reality, she was in her early 40s. So she learned how to move without calves. Yeah. Another. Uh, mm, mm, It was said that the island was littered with corpses. You could see flesh being ripped. Oh, my God. Cut and hung on trees. This is hell on earth. It really is hell on earth. Human flesh descending from trees? You're stuck on this small island. In Siberia? Fro- freezing constantly. Yes. If you try to get out, you're, you're shot. gunned down. Or you drown or in the you're river. you're hunted for sport. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If you don't drown in the river. Yeah. Just, why? Uh, just because. Because authoritarianism is bad. Yep. So... In June, the place is shut down. Oh, why? Uh, because it wasn't supposed to exist in the first place. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. Why was this? Why is this bad? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember why it was actually shut down. I think. Oh, uh, I think Stalin did hear about it, and he was like, was "Oh, it, this is too bad." He's like, "Oh, he's like this no. is even a line for me." I mean, when you cross Stalin's line, I could be wrong he, on that, but I think that's, that's what true. It was. Yeah, we, I think he found out about it and was like, "Oh no, that's." Oh yeah, because some guy. Some guy went and was like hearing rumors about it, so he went and investigated. Uh huh. And he was some bureaucrat showed up, and he was like, "Yeah, it's an island full of just corpses he and sh- he tall shows grass." He, and he shows up and he sees his flesh and bones hanging from trees, and he's like, "Um, what happened here?" Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the nearly seven thousand, uh-huh. only two thousand people survived. I mean, it's an extermination camp. It really, it really was. That's all it is. This is an extermination. It's his own extermination camp. There was just signs of cannibalism everywhere. Yeah. Uh, people were just murdered. People just died. 
It became known as either Death Island or Cannibal Island. Yeah, you know what? Both appropriate titles. It can have both. Yeah. Out of the guards that were there. Yeah. Uh, they all, I think, were removed from the party, the Communist Party. Sure. And I think they all ended up going to prison, which... I mean, sure, but justice doesn't exist in this place. No. It's just like a cycle. Just a... Yeah. But, yeah, the Cannibal Island, the Island of Death, it came out more in the uh, collapse of the Soviet Union. Uh, It was known about a little bit. Yeah, but otherwise, how are you getting that stuff? Yeah, because a lot of it was covered up. Uh, Not a whole lot of real justice involved in this story. It's all pretty much bad. Yeah, it just sounds, you know, horrible, horrifying, horrendous. But when I see something called Cannibal Island, you're like, oh, that has my my attention. And like, oh, yeah, it is just fucking nasty and terrible. Yeah. And and pure evil. Yeah. 2,000 people survived out of 6,700. It's an extermination camp. And it was like a month. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an extermination camp. Yeah. It's an extermination island. And it was supposedly supposed to be part of populating this area and... Yeah, forced migration to be like, yeah. expand, live, a, you know, put you to work. Like Australia, like some kind of Australia prison colony type shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, Siberia is in Australia. Also, food is good. Or any sort of planning whatsoever. And, yeah, no, it was just like... It's, too, it's like a, a bureaucratic nightmare. Yeah. Or half-engineered nightmare. Yeah, it was just a couple of ass brains. You're like, he's going to get these people out of here. Yeah, he'll Stalin will approve it. Let's put them over here. Yeah. That's what you're going to feed them? Ah, people eat flour, right? Well, yeah, but usually they make, make food out of it. Give them flour. Okay, well, that's all we can... Well, it's off the books. So it's all they could probably afford or find or... Who cares? Or it was during a famine, so... And that, so there is nothing even on the books. Yeah. Unless you're part of a high-ranking, you know, you're a high-ranking party official. Right, so... It's a pretty terrifying little story in a pretty terrifying period of time. And this is... In general. And this is just... This is just the prelude to all-out war. Yeah. Across all the continents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the setup, basically. Part of it, at least. And, you know, because Nazis were bad, we teamed up with that. So that's good. Who? Stalin. He's an ally. Oh, yeah, we teamed up with that. Yeah, yeah I we gotcha. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And by we, I mean, none of us were alive, but I mean, as the United States of America as a whole. Yeah. Well, he was supposed to team up with Hitler. Yeah, he tried. And Hitler double crossed him. Yeah, so he got bad guy versus bad guy. Believe it or not, that's how, you know, that's cartoon villain shit. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And they were like, we'll deal with you later. Oh, and we sure did. Yeah. That was a nice, peaceful time. Yeah, so wild time. Hopefully, I did it justice trying to dodge around a whole lot of politics stuff and just Russian history in general. Right. Uh, Just to focus on Cannibal Island here, but try to hit the. Well, you know, authoritarianism. Yeah. Make it what it needs to be to get the point across. Authoritarianism and dictatorships. I mean, no matter what justifies them coming into existence, the end result is always the same. Power, death, resources hoarded, people doing whatever they want, mass chaos, evil. Mm -hmm. It's garbage. I can't think of anything. We've talked about some evil stuff, but this is like one of the most evil... It really is hell. It's pretty evil. Yeah. Like, the, uh, the, uh, oh shoot. I don't want to mispronounce it, but the murder forest is pretty evil too. Abaddon murder forest. There it is. That's yeah. Pretty evil too. I was going to say Abaddon. And that's the name of a demon, which I guess fits. Yeah. But yeah, evil. Um, any of the genocides we talked about, evil. Yeah. And, this and was, again, this humans. Was actually yeah. part of a genocide. Of course. So. Yeah. Mm hmm. But just the amount of cannibalism and death and hell that these people were put through mm-hmm. makes for a terrifying time. And it's just one piece of that overall dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also called the Nazino tragedy now. So. Well, that's, you know, puts more emphasis on that's, the... That's the modern 
Yeah. Now that we know more about it, it's like, well, this is fucked up. Yeah, I this mean, it's a tragedy. It's less like the shocking, like look how terrible, like you know the, like the Donner party, the shocking nature of the situation, and this is more like, oh, this is real sad and fucked up, and it's a genocide, it's a massacre, a planned or just inconsequential planning leads to a outright extermination campaign. Yep. Well, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. That sucks ass. It's scary. It's scary to try to imagine yourself in that situation. What the fuck do you do? Yeah, it's you know, people back then have I mean, genetically we have the same brains and minds and wants and needs as people back then. That can lead to, you know, authoritarianism and eating people. So maybe those things should be avoided. I don't know. That's a wild thing for me to say, I guess. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe Maybe be nice to each other. How's that sound? Yeah. Be nice to each other. Is that easy? Is that easy? That's easy to say. It should be easy to do, too, in all honesty. Be nice to each other and mind your business. How's that sound? I don't know. What do you think? You're not on board with that? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I know. I know. Everyone, Everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah, we do. All right, well, if you know you just want to shoot us an email and just say anything, happy... Send a picture of a puppy or something. You can email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com. If, yep. you, if you want to do that. Yep. Um, support us on patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. Leave us a review wherever you're able to do that. We appreciate those and we most often see them. Usually through the Apple. That's nice. Um, but wherever is cool. And then, uh, you know, follow us on the social. Instagram's a cool one. Weird and Feared. We're all there for your weird and feared, horrifying, and I'm not gonna. I was gonna say and like spooktacular, but that's a dish. That's a different. Those are different topics that are spooktacular. Okay. Because here we know what we do. We always stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. So I'm just. Well, I mean, I'm not. They don't have to listen to us. They don't. They don't have to stay spooky. Yeah. It's a suggestion. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was a pretty, uh, you know, kind of bummer of an episode. Yep. I'd go as far as to say it's a bit of a downer. Yes. So what we're going to do on our Patreon, we have um, Behind the Veil, which is where we, me and Zach just keep talking, keep kind of shooting the stuff, you know? Yeah. Normally when we wrap an episode, we just keep going. So we're a little... Uh, so what we're going to do is um, give you a little preview, because, I mean, we recorded Behind the Veil, to bring us out of the rut we all fell in with the cannibal Death Island. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you a little kind of happier talk behind the veil, a little preview of what, you know, you would get if you subscribe to the Patreon, where we, you know, may talk a little bit about certain podcasts we like, and uh, maybe a Beanie Baby or two. So just keep listening. Get some more stuff. Yep. All right. So here it is. Some Behind the Veil. Cool. Yeah, I uh, that one's bad. Well, yeah, it's terrible. Uh-huh. It reminds me, I've been playing Diablo 4. Yeah, which that's just hell, right? Yeah, it's just, but like on Earth, like kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it just feels like one of those things where you're just like surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a bad person, though. Yeah. Everybody's trying to kill you mm-hmm. for their own devices. Yeah, for whatever, sure. Yeah. And you just got to get through it. It's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Yeah, here's yeah. a quote from Wikipedia. Sure. Uh, this was an eye, supposedly an eye, <clears throat> eyewitness at the memorial in 1989. Where They were trying to escape. They asked us, where's the railway? We'd never seen a railway. They asked, where's Moscow, Leningrad? They were asking the wrong people. We'd never heard of those places. We're Os- Ostiaks. Oh, this Which the, is like the, the rural people pe- in Siberia. Yeah, the rural people who like just mind their own business. Yeah, people were running away, starving. They were given a handful of flour, they mixed it with water and drank it, and then they immediately got diarrhea. The things we saw, people were dying everywhere. They were killing each other. On the island, there was a guard named Kostya Venikov, a young fellow. He fell in love with a girl who had been sent there, and was courting her. He protected her. One day, he had to be away for a while, and told one of his comrades, "Take care of her." With all the people there, the comrade couldn't do much, really. 
The people caught the girl, tied her to a poplar tree, cut off her breasts, her muscles, everything they could eat. Everything. Everything. They were hungry. They had to eat. When Kostya came back, she was still alive. He tried to save her, but she had lost too much blood. I doubt she was still alive at that point. She could have been alive. You know what I mean? Like, not dead, but like, there's no going back. Yeah. Well, there's no going back. That's what I mean. Yeah. Just. You couldn't save somebody like that now, much less then. No. And this is, you know, somebody recalling it in 1989. Oh, my God. And that's why I think. I mean, it's, it's up in the air, but I think that girl was probably just using the tools she had to keep herself safe. Could have. And I mean, maybe during this hellscape, maybe they developed some sort of just mutual respect. Cool. That could, I should, mean, survival. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Survival. That will yep. happen. I mean, the guard also may not have wanted to be there. That's how it worked in the Soviet Union. Well, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to be They're both. I mean, they both could have been, you know, well, they both were something against any decisions they had to make. Yeah. So they're trying to make the best of the situation, if that's even possible. Yeah. And then you see her, and even if there's, the relationship was mutual and there wasn't, like, they were just a thing, well, when he leaves and she has no protection and everybody sees her getting special treatment, it's like, well, fuck this. I'm going to eat you. And they did. A very tortuous, uh, tortuous manner. Yeah, it just sounds like the worst. Like the fact that, because they didn't have refrigeration and everything, so they were just trying to cut meat off of each other just to, without like killing each other. Yeah, yeah, trying to survive. Like just cutting people's calves off. Right. The the calf cut off is a mutual like, we all got to do this, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. Just eating muscles that you think you could, I just, mm. Not good. No, people are horrible though. Fucking terrible. Yeah, it's hard to make light of that one. No, there's no room for silliness. No. No, only only ironic horror. Yeah. But that, down, that but, is just real yeah. horror. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, the closest you can come to is just like being like, well, that's not good because the obvious answer is that's horrifying mm. and super bad. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. That's like, uh, have you ever seen the movie Battle Royale? <coughs> no, but I know it. Yeah. It sounds like that. It sounds like it's a Battle Royale. Like, yeah. everybody's on an island, fight to survive. Good luck. Figure it out. So, or the Hunger Games type thing, mm-hmm. minus the, yeah. the... The competitive sport. Yeah. Minus the capitalism. The entertainment, right. Yeah. Well, you know, sprinkle all that in there and... Well, because, yeah, no one was making money off of it. That was the missing component. Yeah. And that could be the American element. Like, put it on TV. Just watch it. Sell ad space. I mean, that's that's what uh, The Hunger Games and Battle Royale is, I think. Correct. Yeah. And uh, Arnold, back in the day, The Running Man. Running Man? Yeah. It I, was, I haven't seen that one. Basically, I mean, prisoners set in, like, a sport, and they just battle each other to survive. It's, you know, that trope. I mean, that, that sounds like... Correct, right. But it's Arnold and it looks 80s, futuristic. It's wild. That sounds like something I would enjoy you, watching. You would absolutely enjoy the film, for sure. Hmm. I haven't even heard of that one, I don't think. The Running Man? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's called The Running Man. I don't know my phone's over there. But yeah. It is, yeah. The Running Man, Arnold... Yeah, 87 film. Yeah. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, just look at like any stills, 80s chaos. That outfit he's wearing. Can I please see it again? I forget. But I have fond fond memories. It's like some weird onesie. Yes, it was yellow. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's awesome. (laughs) 80s futuristic retro madness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, you know... Oh, yeah, this looks... Yeah, you'd love it. Yeah, I think I'd like this. You certainly would. It's where the dance comes from. What dance? The Running Man. Good. I I mean, this is the only thing I know of... Like, this is the first instance of Running Man, historically, that I can think of. 
based on a book, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it says it's based off of The Running Man by Richard Bachman. Again, it's like that that'll you know, it's like the most dangerous game shit too, hunting people, but I mean instead of that Lord of the Flies, like just people attacking people because there's nothing else, you know, they have to survive. But you were right, minus the capitalism. That's a huge modern component that would totally happen now. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to profit. You just don't kill people for to kill them. You gotta make money off of it. You know, you can't just put people in gulags, Zach. You have to put them in private prisons where someone can make a buck. Correct. <sighs> Stephen King's in the movie. What a wild man. During his coke days? Out of his mind? Probably. I mean, one of my favorite things is him saying, I don't remember writing this book. You're insane. <laughs> it's like 2,000 pages. Ah. Uh, Mick Fleetwood's in this movie, too. Oh. So is Jesse the Body. Yes. He's Captain Freedom. Can you please look up what Jesse looks like in The Running Man? Do you see a, Jesse the Body in... Not currently. He's in two He's in two Arnold movies. I guess that makes is sense. Is this Charlie's mom from Always Sunny, isn't it, too? Running Man's good. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. And by couple, I mean many. But I mean, it's the, you know. No, it just looks like her. The trope. I mean, Jesse the Body as Captain Freedom sounds like an incredible combination. Mm-hmm. And like, what if American Gladiators was like, well, you don't just like lose, you die. So you better fucking win. Yeah. I'd watch that. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's wild. Scary stuff. It's not good. You got any more Hamtaros in that? Dystopian. It is dystopian. Is there any more Hamtaros in that fridge over there? Uh, There's one more. Oh, shit. Do you want it? Hey, it's all you. I'll stick with the high life. All right. I'm going to run and grab it. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, I'll be back. I will sit here and talk to myself. Get away. Yep. Um, what do I want to talk to myself about? Glory Hammer? I've been thinking about it a lot. Story has come in all varieties. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one's more fun than the one I just told, though. Well, that's a. I mean, I meant as like you know, in like an album, not um, like happy or sad. You know. Yeah, Cannibal Island is more like a a black metal scary song. Also, more fun album. if it's like not real, just like an imagined. Yeah. Heary, heary. They had a proclamation to make. Yeah. What's your proclamation? Uh, beer is good. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like that. I do declare. I like it. Yeah. The universe did everyone a blessing when they decided, when it decided I, it wasn't going to give me the power to make accents. Same. Because it would happen all the time. I don't think I could do any accents. No, I can I can make voices. They're not accents, though. <laughs> mm-hmm, same. They're not, you know. No. No, I mean I could. I mean I could just make voices. They wouldn't I can be do maybe Canadian accent. Hey, what's it a boot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Just badly done stereotypes. Yeah. Irish. It's a potato. Or I can say certain things with a. Mm-hmm. With an Australian accent. How's that sound? Rise up lights. What is that? Razor blades. Say it again. Rise up lights. You're insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the the world does a favor. Mm-hmm. Did everyone else a favor? I can't do it. Nope. Again, I can do voices, but I cannot do specific accents. Yeah, no. Hello. Just- 
Hello. Just weirder versions of my own accent. Hello, governor. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who is that from? Who cares? <laughs> Make me think of Dave Anthony screaming. Hello, governor. I know. It's just, <laughs> like, yeah, that was a good impression. Yeah, ear piercing. he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he leans into it being horrible, which oh, is yeah, fine. Yeah, because yeah, he has like, to. That's yeah, yeah. what I would have to do if I was Hello. doing accents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There was one opening. I forget what the episode was, because I this was I gotta. I'll listen to some, but then I'll fall asleep, and then I'll get back to them. So there's like five or six I have to. Because at one point I was current. I'm not current anymore. Um, but there was one time Dave was asking him to do accents, and he kept he kept pushing for accents that like Gareth just cannot do because they will be you know what I mean like. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, well how's that how does how's that Chinese guy sound, Gareth? He's like, no, Dave, <laughs> I'm not doing this. You know stuff like that. I was like, no. Uh-huh. Like, no, no. Uh huh. And then he just screamed, Hello, Governor. <laughs> he might have. He should have. Yeah. I was trying to explain uh, that toy uh, Beanie Baby one that you and me watched. How often do you think about that? More than I should. Likewise. But my friend that first showed me the dollop was over yeah. back from Colorado. Yes. Last week. Cool. And I was trying to explain to him the madness of that episode. And I like couldn't even get to it. And I was like, I don't think they made it an episode yet. Like, I don't think it's... They won't. Yeah. Because it's behind the paywall and it's so there's so many clips and like visual stuff. It'll, I wish I had it. Yeah. Because I, w- I would want to show everyone I know who is like, hey, you remember Beanie Babies? Yeah. Ah! yeah look at this. The guys in the the dirty guys in the basement debating over two thousand dollars for a beanie baby. Yeah, I was like trying to explain how like the one guy murdered another guy over beanie babies, and like his quote before he went to prison was like, "I can't be known as the beanie baby killer." That's like, like, and he was known as the beanie baby (laughs) killer. And he asked years later, "Are those still important?" (laughs) No, (laughs) no, man, (laughs) you fucked up. Oh man, fucking ridiculous. I think about that like not unoften. Yeah, because I told him I was like, it started in Naperville, and he was like, no shit. And uh-huh. I was like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it kind of makes sense. It makes absolutely. It makes sense why it was so huge here. Yeah. The epicenter of Beanie Babies. The, the epicenter of, I don't even know what to call that. The Beanie Center. Yeah. The. Uh, I don't know, I don't get any good beanie puns for the center of something. But I was at the Starbucks in Morris because it was across the street from a beautiful place where I was getting my oil changed. And I forgot a, I forgot my phone charger. So I said, oh, but I brought my laptop and stuff. So I thought it was just in my bag so I was going to hang out at Starbucks. I walked over there. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. No charger. So then I went to the, uh, you know, where the old Walmart used to be. And I walked inside looking for a charger. They didn't have any. But the point was, I walked by a, a, a tie stand with like Beanie Babies and just, just oh, sitting really? there. No one gave a shit about it. And it was like, man, perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wow. But I remember being in lines with my mom and grandma. We were in lines. Like not for long, but they were like before a store opened. And I remember going to the stand looking and then I, you know, I remember one vividly. And there's this, even as a kid, I was like, these are some weird bullshit shops because they're just small things that like carried like rink dink trinkets this or whatever. Isn't Toys R Us. No, it's not. But if you want to fucking Beanie Babies. Mm-hmm. And there's, we still have so many crates of Beanie Babies. Yeah. There's so many. We never stood in lines or anything. God. That's probably why I had less Beanie Babies than most people. Which, in the end. I mean. Everybody saved time. Yeah, you didn't, <laughs> yeah, you didn't, lo- yeah, you didn't lose. It was, I mean, the place I remember at was less than like 10 minutes from my grandmother's house. So it wasn't like super out of the way and we're hanging out all day anyways. Yeah, so it was like, oh, let's go see if we can get some Beanie Babies. Basically, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, I don't, we weren't there for hours, but I mean, I'm sure probably, maybe no more than, I mean, I'm a child. I have no idea. Maybe I was there the whole fucking day. I don't think so, but I don't think my mother would tolerate that. I feel like it would have felt like you were there for like a year when you were a child if you were there all day. But it didn't. Yeah, it's just like something to do, like a hunt. You know what I mean? Like just a collectible hunt. Yeah, keep like they described. 
Just a f- but then it escalates into this weird underbelly, this weird like stock crypto world. It's like, oh my god, guys. Yeah, I was. That's what I was trying to explain to him. I was like, it was like the first cryptocurrency. It was like yeah. underground market. It like, was hundred percent. Like people are trading Beanie Babies for black thousands, market goods, thousands of dollars. Crazy. So <laughs> whenever, crazy. Whenever you when they show those clips, it's just like take the money. Ah. Uh, it's not high enough. Oh my god, idiot! Take the money, <laughs> you dumbass. Just take the money. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's wrap that up. Then. All right, good stuff. We're uh, good. Good behind the veil content. Some beanie baby talk after a depressing episode. Yeah, pulling ourselves out of the uh, the horrifying experience of the bad island, cannibal island. Yeah. All right, guys. Well. Here we go. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.